0: Hey y'all, this is Danny Austin, and you're listening to D Deinfluenced. Influenced.
1: Oh, we practice that a lot.
0: The drama.
1: The drama, the T.
0: You guys, Just this kidding. is um, this is our first podcast episode, and I'm I'm feeling so good about it. I am loving the name. Yes. I love the name. So de influence can mean like a lot of different things, especially online. But for me, what de influence means is I'm kind of trying to de-influence myself as an influencer. You know, I've been doing this for 10 years and as much as I hate whenever like my mom's like, Oh, my daughter's an influencer. Like it's so cringy whenever she says that, um, I wanted a platform where I could kind of de-influence myself kind of like, I don't know, take it back and just figure out like who is Danny Austin again, outside of this world on social media. I also feel like sometimes like there's a lot of fear mongering. Like I'm, I feel like a lot of people are so scared to be themselves on social because like, you're going to get canceled. You're going to say something wrong. It's just like not a long enough format to actually have opinions about something. And so I love this podcast because I feel like I can be me.
1: Yeah. Can I say two things? Absolutely. Number one is I think that the people are there too. I think that people are just like, I don't want influencers anymore. Like I want to know who you really are. Exactly. And I agree with you completely that, that, Instagram stories is just not the proper format to show like every single side of a story or yeah. who you are. And so the second thing I'm going to say is I'm excited for this when it was, when you came up with it, because I'm bored. Mm. I was just bored of, mm. you know, we went YouTube, we went Instagram, took a bunch of pictures for you. We went Instagram stories, love that for an era, mm. still love it. But I'm like, I needed a new challenge.
0: No, I totally get that. I wouldn't say I was bored. I'm just looking for more.
1: More. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not bored needing more. (laughs) Yes.
0: Put it on a (laughs) t-shirt. No, but that's why I'm so excited about this. I mean, even with de-influencing, I don't know if you, I mean, I know that you saw this, but I did like a de-influencing segment on my Instagram where I talked about all these products that just go viral on TikTok or Amazon or wherever it is and actually shared like my honest opinion about them. And it was kind of so scary because I was like, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. You know, I'm not here to like lose friends over it. Actually something that happened was I shared about, you know, I asked people, I was like, okay, I'm going to Sephora, like what should I try? And everybody was like, try this one product. Like it was like a concealer or something. So I got it, I tried it out. I shared my honest review. Well, I didn't know, but Laura Beverly, who's like one of my dearest friends had gotten on Instagram like the week before and shared how much she loved it. And I was like, I hate this stuff. And so then it like started this whole thing where people were like sending it back and forth. And I'm like, I'm not trying to lose friends over this. Like, I'm not trying to like, just be honest so I can lose friends over this. And I mean, Laura Beverly and I, like we texted about it and like, she's literally the most mature person ever. Like if y'all don't follow her, I love her so much. She was like, girl, I don't care. Like, you know, this just shows how different people enjoy different things.
1: Different strokes for different folks.
0: Exactly. And she was like, no, she's like, I almost like this so that pe- people can see different opinions. Yes. And I was like, ugh. I love you, Laura, because not everyone would have like handled it like that, but she was just like, and it was, it was great. And it's like so freeing whenever you feel like you can just have an opinion and not feel like it's going to be taken out of perspective.
1: Yeah. This whole like polarization of like every opinion that we have and a differing, like it's over. People are exhausted. We're like, Hey. You can like this, you can like this, and we can both be friends. Like, we're okay. Yeah, why
0: would I want to hang out with someone that, like, likes every single thing that I, like, another version of me? That'd be so boring. Yeah,
1: that'd be pretty narcissistic, honestly. (laughs) If you're like, hey, I I just want to hang out with myself.
0: (laughs) No, that'd be horrible. That's what makes us so interesting is we're all unique and different. And so, anyway, on this podcast, we're going to be kind of de-influencing
1: me. Yes.
0: So, we're kind of doing a uh, six- to eight-part series where – Because we're just now, you know, trying podcasting out. We're going to see if we actually enjoy it or not. We wanted to set a limit on it. And we're going to be talking about all sorts of things like being canceled. um,
1: Ooh, that's going to be a hard one. Two,
0: two and a half times. Two
1: and a half times, baby. Survivors.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We are survivors. Actually, like, we deserve some credit because, like, we were canceled before the word canceled was even, like, around.
1: Yeah. Man, I, I feel for that episode I feel the PTSD. Like I just got a hard. cringe of an anxiety in my no, heart. I know. Cause these are things like about it.
0: we don't speak about anymore. You don't
1: speak about it. You just bury it and you're like, that never happens. <laughs> I pretended that and then you comes up in a therapy session.
0: Exactly. Or on <laughs> our or podcast. On a podcast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but I'm excited for that not to get too far ahead. I'm excited for that episode because I think I like understand cancel culture from like a true mechanics and, like mm motivation standpoint. So I'm, I'm excited to That is like people. the
0: most Jordan statement I've ever heard. Well, He's it's like, a, let me put a formula to cancellation.
1: It is. It's formulaic. Like, and now people are using mm. it to their advantage. Anyway, we'll talk about that. Yeah. So too. that's
0: going to be one episode. We're going to be talking about family dynamics, running mm. Divi, starting a business. The being,
1: real story of the matchmaker,
0: the real story of behind the scenes oh of all the gosh. weird things that we put online. Um, behind the scenes of our business, marriage, parenting, Um, hopefully we can just kind of like strip it all down and just, I don't know, just communicate how normal we are.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I think it's like, like letting people in on the nuances of this lifestyle. It's not really a job, like it's a lifestyle, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it's a little bit of both. It's a
1: little bit of both, but it's like a lifestyle. Like every day we create, we wake up and we create content, you know, and there's nuances that come with that of like, how are we going to raise our kids in this environment? How are we going to, how do we think about the audience? How do we think about the responsibility of the platform? It's all Mm. interesting stuff.
0: And it's, it's interesting too, because like a lot of times we're just figuring it out. Yeah. Like we don't even know. No. (laughs) Can
1: I say something? My eye is twitching. Have you seen it?
0: I haven't seen it, but that's happened to me. Are you stressed?
1: I think I'm stressed
0: are you str- What are you stressed about? Tell us Jordan uh,
1: I don't know I've kind of just been in a bad mood this week
0: And how does it make you feel?
1: In a, it makes me <laughs> sad
0: Well, Why have you been in a bad mood?
1: I don't know I think that it's just, just It's okay It's okay we don't, We'll talk about it later <laughs> Okay Is this the platform? <laughs> yeah No it's not my show It's your show How are you doing?
0: Uh, well It's hard to follow after that Now I'm just worried no, about you're very, you You're
1: very positive Keep going
0: Okay Well, you know what? Now that I think about it, like, I'm so glad that you asked because I've actually been like, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I have had that week where you just wake up and you're just like, like, you just don't feel yourself. That was last
1: week for you though. Oh, shoot. Wasn't it? becoming
0: a pattern. Yeah. I'm just like not feeling myself. Like, you know, when you wake up and you just feel so bloated and you have acne everywhere and your hair is not laying right. And, you know, you just like have a headache and then. You just feel so bloated that nothing fits right. And mm-hmm. you're just feeling nasty. Yeah. That has been me. So. Really? Oh, and I'm going to take this moment um, on my podcast, my first episode to make a P- uh, PSA.
1: PSA, public service announcement.
0: Um, if your mama didn't teach you this, my best advice would be to never ask a woman if she's pregnant. Because the amount of times I've been asked if I'm pregnant on my Instagram. Really? The past two weeks is insane let me just tell you i'm not
1: wow thank you <laughs> for that i needed that <laughs> i needed that too i don't care if her
0: belly's about to touch the ground don't ask a woman if yeah. she's pregnant if you I'm see so a woman sorry
1: they're doing that
0: no it's okay like you know it's okay like i know and i'm not taking you personally because like i know who i am on the inside and i'm, I'm you know i'm yeah. confident but you know it's still sometimes kind of hurts but like yeah so my thing is just always say wow you look beautiful today yeah i will
1: doing? say so you know, I understand that that's how you've been feeling this week. It's Tuesday. Yesterday was Monday. Mm. I will say, um, you were very positive yesterday. I was like, man, she is in such a good mood. Well, do so, You know, you want to know why? Because you looked great? No. Oh. Let me tell
0: you, because I did what any sensible woman in my position would have done. Which is? I went to Dry Bar and I gave myself a self-tan. Yes. Because honestly, besides.
1: Yes, queen.
0: Besides <laughs> worshiping my Lord and Savior. That is probably my second favorite thing to do in life. Yeah. To make myself feel better. It's a close second.
1: actually analyzing the patterns of the day after dry bar, it was like a. Yeah. Very much a boost in positivity. It's a 180. Yes. Like,
0: I don't even know who that girl was. Mm. You know, that like sad.
1: The old Danny's dead. That
0: sad, like not confident gal. Like, who was that? Yes. I don't even know. But you know what happens when that self tan starts to wear off? Oof
1: you gotta do it again you
0: gotta do it again <laughs> <laughs> it's just this vicious cycle i'm like will i ever see my true paleness
1: let me tell you the number one reason danny and i fight i'm kidding it's not the number one but it's up there if i walk in on danny while she is oh. self-tanning she will just get so <laughs> no flustered no
0: it's not just you it's Everyone, we have people in and out of our house all All day long. We like
1: basically operate a hotel. Yeah.
0: Our closet is connected to our bathroom. And there is one day a week that I do Danny self-tanner time, aka I am butt naked in like these like crazy yoga positions, trying to get in every crack and crevice, you know, putting on my self-tanner. And if (laughs) someone walks in, like I am so livid, it is... So not cool. I'm like, can y'all leave me alone for literally 30 minutes so I can do this? Oh, actually, I meant to say, too, I found the most amazing self-tanner. And, you know, I love my loving tan. Uh-huh. And the reason I like loving tan is because it has, like, this brown undertone to it because there's different types of, just so you know, like, yes, there's it. different types of self-tanner. And some of them have, like, green undertones and some of them have, like, a reddish-brown undertone. Well, I... Oops, sorry. I hit the mic. That's okay. It's We're meaning. learning. Know, We're learning. I'm sorry. Um. Well, so some of them have green. Some of them have, like, a brownish... I always like the brownish undertone. It just... It works well with my pale skin. Well, I found this new one, and I actually only found it because Miley Cyrus invested, f- I think, $500,000 into it. Like, don't quote me, which also is, like, not a lot for Miley Cyrus. Yeah. But... But still, I guess it like it helped because I was like, oh, like I want to know what it is. It's called Dolce Glow. okay. and I got the um, moisturizing or sorry, the tanning uh, lotion. I got the tanning mist and I got the tanning foam right now. The foam is so amazing. It is like the most silky foam I've ever used, but it has a little bit more of a green undertone. It's not as green as St. Tropez for my girls that know what I'm talking about. Like, you know, I'm talking about that one is just like green. That's like St. Patrick's Day green. This one has a little green undertone with a little bit of red, and I, it's so beautiful on. Like, it is probably, like, one of my favorite new self-tanners.
1: What's the feedback on, like, husbands or boyfriends or significant others wearing self-tanner? I've never done it.
0: Yeah, you've never done it except, like, when I've made you do it. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I it's, like, it's, whatever, like, floats your boat.
1: I've only met one guy that wears a self-tanner. Yeah, my dad? No. Just d- you would you don't know, but oh, okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: my dad definitely does. My dad's like a product junkie. Really? Oh yeah. That makes sense.
1: <laughs> that makes total sense. <laughs> well, um, so should we get into the guts of the episode? So what what is today's episode about? I actually truly need yeah. To know. So
0: today's episode is we kind of talked to our our producer sounds so mm-hmm. official producer Jenny, and for our first episode we felt like there's so many nuances about the influencer industry that people don't understand. And we know that because we see it in DMs. We get questions about it all the time. Anytime we, like, meet someone new, they always ask us these, like, you know, insane questions about. And, and we're like, what? Yeah. No. Like, they think it's so much crazier than it actually is. And there are some, like, really crazy parts about it. But um, so we thought we would take or we thought producer Jenny would take all of, you know, the crazy assumptions or the nuances or the misconceptions about maybe just Jordan and Danny. um. And we could kind of react to them and, and What's lay the, out the truth. There's
1: no better way to start a podcast called De Influence other than just taking them head on, you know.
0: Exactly. So you that's just gotta take
1: them right, right head on.
0: And you know, we get them all the time, and I'm just excited to do it. I'm excited to like go head on.
1: Yeah. Should I Should I text Jenny? Yeah. Oh, we we so she's coming in right to read them to mm-hmm. us. Okay. Cool. Okay, Jenny's coming. She
0: said that she got all of these from you know like our DMs, our comments. Yeah. Um, Things like that.
1: Cool, cool. Hi, Jenny.
0: Here she is. Welcome
1: to the show. <laughs> <laughs> the show looks like she's walking into the studio. And it's really like our upstairs, yeah. like like <laughs> like there's playroom like slash office like slash diapers,
0: play. diapers everywhere. We have oh, dolls. so Jenny,
1: tell us uh, your mics. Your mics hot. Don't say any <laughs> cuss words. Um, so tell us these are questions pulled from. All over the place. But these are like the yeah. tops. This is what this is what the people want to know.
2: I'd say so. I think it's a little mix of like, you know, what people ask in real life. When yes. People, what like the DMs say. Got it. So cool. I think it's a good balance. Okay.
0: Hit
1: us. Okay. okay. Number one.
0: Ready? Wait, okay. Jenny, can you hold the mic closer to you? Yeah, there you go. Can you hear me? That's so much better. So much better. We're noobs. Yeah, we're (laughs) We're, sorry. We're all such noobs figuring this. this
2: Okay, number one is that Danny is the sugar mama in the
0: relationship, and Jordan doesn't have a real job. Yeah, I am his sugar mama. (laughs) Like, what's wrong with that? Like, where do you want to go after this, honey? Let me take it to Gucci?
1: Okay, listen. (laughs) There was a time and place where that was true. You know, like when we first got married, you know, I was transitioning from like corporate America to this. I don't think, do you think that's true now?
0: No, no, no. I'm just chilling like a villain over here.
1: (laughs) No. So I think that the truth is, is that, uh, there was a time for it. Now I think that Danny and I are very collaborative in like everything that we do. So like the best way to describe like what I do is like Danny's like the creative visionary. She'll be like, hey, let's go. I want to go do the matchmaker. I want to launch this company called Divi. And I feel like, and I hope you're not offended by me saying this, like, I feel like I'm the one who's like making it happen behind the scenes. Yeah. Is yeah. that fair? I mean yeah, you're yeah. still I mean, very not you're like s- totally making it totally, happen. Not totally, but like you're very like um You have like these things that you have like a strong input on, but it like takes so much to build the matchmaker systems, processes, hiring. So there's just like a lot of like business administration stuff that goes on like in our world. And I feel like I handle all of those things. A
0: lot of behind the scenes. A
1: lot of behind the scenes. No,
0: for sure. You definitely do. And that's, that's what's so great about us working together is we're so different. Like the ways that we complement each other are, oh my gosh, polar opposite. Like Jordan is so organized, plans Everything out. He knows exactly what he's doing for Tuesdays from now. <laughs> okay, and like he um, is Builds all these systems and processes and like is so like the night before on his computer Like literally like listing out every single minute of the day and I wake up. I'm like, hey, what are <laughs> we doing today? And it's very much more like, you know, I, it's a feeling yes um, and so when you infuse a little bit of each one of us in the other
1: I know we're very yin and yang. I would say like yin yin. I can't, I can't do what I do without you. And I feel like you couldn't do without me what you do. Mm. Fair. Preach. I don't want to put those words on you, No, but that's how I feel. Like I couldn't, I no. wouldn't be,
0: Babe, you would be lost without me.
1: I know. And
0: I would be lost without you. I know. That's I think about my life without you. And I'm like, oh what my would we God. do? I don't know.
1: <laughs> and it's like always like these, like such simple, brilliant things that you come up with that i'm like man how did she even think about that (laughs) and they always happen in the shower and they always happen at the most inconvenient times when i run too yeah when she runs so she'll like i'll be like hey i have this day full of meetings and she's like hey i need to talk to you and it's like i'm 30 minutes late to my first meeting and she's like but she dropped like the biggest crazy idea bomb and i'm Mm -hmm. like that's gonna change everything you Mm -hmm. know all the time.
0: Thanks babe. What was the question again? The oh, question was, oh. are you my sugar mama? Okay. So the next thing I'm sure that people want to know about is because you do a lot of things outside of influencing too. one yeah. of them being real estate and people ask about that all the time. So what I do you think do that's
1: like my pseudo, like, like people are like, Oh, Jordan's in real estate, which is like kind of an oversimplification of what I do, but I'm like, okay, I'll let it roll. You know, well,
0: like there was a time when you were just in real estate, yeah. like with your brother. So tell people what you do with real estate and why you do that.
1: So I would say twenty what was, what were the hard years of the internet? 2020, 2021. Oh, we'll talk about this in the cancel culture uh, episode. episode, but like, man, those were hard years to be on the internet or a public figure at all. And so, um, during those years, I was like, it was kind of the first time I was like, man, this thing that we love to do, I don't know if we'll be able to do it forever. And it's not like our choice. It's like, <laughs> Hey, you know, something that we say could be misconstrued. Hey, this could be, people could just decide they hate us tomorrow for whatever reason. So I was like, Hey, we need to do something to make sure that, like, our family's provided for in the future. And so, um, you know, 2020, 2021, my brother and I started buying a lot of real estate, you know, with the proceeds of, like, the business to make sure that, like, hey, if, you know, something happens, like, we can provide for our family in the future. So...
0: So we have, like, rentals yeah. all over the country. So we have,
1: like, 12 properties, like, across, like, residential, luxury, Airbnb, and then, like, commercial properties.
0: Exactly. So it's just, like, kind of a backup plan. Yeah. Um, but Jordan's brother, Luke helps manage all those properties. Yeah, so look, like that, look them ha- up on Airbnb. They're so <laughs> cute. And they have the best reviews.
1: The Ramirez brothers. Um, but yeah, Luke manages that now. And then I became like, would you say like the de facto CEO of Divi? For sure. Um, because Divi kind of just, we'll tell a whole story about this, but that blew up really fast. And so, you know, that went from like zero to 20 employees in one year. And so that was a really hard year. And so Luke manages real estate. And I feel like I manage Divi for the most part now. Exactly. Yeah.
0: He does all of the, yeah. Yeah, so
1: things. it's it's hard. It's a hard question. Like, what does Jordan do is like a, uh, it's like it depends on the day, mm. you know? Love that. Yeah. All right. Question number two.
2: Ready? Okay. The second assumption is that y'all, quote unquote, perform for
0: stories. I mean, I would say it's like similar to when you're hanging out with a group of friends and like mm-hmm. you're on, you yeah. know? Um. So like, I mean, obviously the camera's on you. So it's like not like you're not performing, but like. You are for me. I feel like I am my probably closest to my like mo- my realest self yeah. whenever I'm on stories because I feel like I can be myself when I'm actually around people. I feel more shy, totally. And I'm not a shy person, but just like sometimes you know, I hang out with a group of people and I'm like, oh my gosh, if they watched my stories this morning, like I was running around with no pants on, you know, and like just being my goofy self. And like, I would never do that in front of people, yet I do it in front of like over a million people on Instagram. It's so weird. It's
1: so different. Yeah. It's
0: so different. Um, But like, unless we're, you know, doing like an April fool's prank or something like that, we're not performing at all. I think that like one way you said at one time, like we've just gotten really good at
1: capturing, capturing the best moments. That's yeah. how I feel is that I, I don't think it's performative by any means because performative to me is like, if we're fighting, it's like, oh, let's pull out the camera and let's capture that. Like that's performative, but we don't capture those moments because that would be just weird. I think that we're just really good at like capturing Stella in her best moments and Stratton and like Danny and like we kind of know when they're coming. Like when you do this for so long, you just know like what to capture and when it's coming. Um, And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. So we just have this like long memory reel of the best moments of our life. I wouldn't say it's performative by any means. And like the other thing I would say is that for you, I don't think this is the same for me, but for you, I think that the like gap between who you are on the internet and who you are in real life is so slim. Mm. Meaning like you, I don't think that like the Danny Austin you see on the, on Instagram is any different than the Danny Austin you would meet at the mall. And I think a lot of people who meet you in real life say that, and I can vouch for that too. I mean, yes, you have bad days and you're sad and you don't capture those as much. You're just a little bit more dark on stories, but like I think that you've done a really good job over 10 years, like not letting anything get to your head or the internet change you in any way. You kind of just always been Danny.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that it's important to also like show up on the days where I'm just like not in the best mood. And I yes. think people can see that whenever I'm like, I'm still there, but I'm not like, hi guys, yes. at you know? And so, but also there there are it's a fine line because you don't want to show up online whenever you're actually in a really dark place. Yes. You're really struggling or you're fighting or something like that just seems like inappropriate to me. So something that I've always felt is when I am in those kind of darker places to figure myself out offline mm-hmm. and then if you know figure it out kind of grow and um, then show up online and, and you know tell people how like what I experienced or what I learned. Yes. Instead of like like walking through those struggles online with people. Um, because I think that can get really messy and it's just something that's always kind of helped my mental health. You know, what's something, this is like kind of random, but can I
1: say one thing, yeah. you know, what, you know, what always makes me really sad mm-hmm. is like when couples who like brand themselves as like happily married, you know, mm-hmm. and then it's like, they keep putting out this persona and then you find out they get divorced, yeah, you know? Yeah, and it's, it's like, so wait, hard. everyone's like, wait, what just happened? And so I think that the other thing that makes us not performative and like it be real is like. I do think that we put in a considerable amount of work into, like, our marriage and, like, we learn about parenting and we're, like, trying to be the best, like, offline so that we can come online too, you know?
0: The offline is more important. The offline is
1: so much more important so that you're not performative online. I think that that's where people go a little cuckoo in this industry is, like...
0: Well, okay, this is what I was going to say. It's kind of random, but... You know, did you ever see those TikToks of like nurses in the waiting rooms or something and they would film themselves after something like really bad would happen to their patient and they'd film themselves with this like dramatic music, like walking around with text, like saying what like happened that was so bad with like really sad music. And I'm like, you know, this like was a lot of production. You know, it's not like you just like randomly caught the nurse like in this moment and those type of things always make me cringe I'm not gonna say like I've never done something like that like maybe years ago like and if I ever watched it now I would so cringe at myself like I really hope I haven't done that too much but like those type of moments on TikTok I'm like you're acting like a camera's not there like you literally set this whole thing up and not only did you set it up and film it then you went and edited it and then posted it like, it's so weird. It's so weird. performative. It's so performative. And like, hey, like, I'm not bashing There was a time for like, that.
1: There the, yeah. There was a time for that on the internet. And I think that that was like, oh, interesting. Like, I'm seeing this new side and it was valuable in a time. Now it's just so inauthentic to me.
0: Yeah, there's just like a fine line in... Um,
1: People do that like in like a, like the Christian TikTok. They'll like be uh-huh. like praying and like, yeah. like be like crying. And it's like this like <laughs> worship song in the background. And I'm like, this uh, is so like existentially weird you know know. it's like I I don't know if it's a good thing it's it's almost saying look at me how like emotional my connection with Jesus is which like I get it to a certain extent but I'm like
0: yeah I don't know like sometimes it's sweet and then sometimes it's too much and it's probably case by case but I have seen those before and I'm like eh, like I I don't know I know but
1: so, yeah, I, I uh, to the question. Wait, <laughs> you know, what are we talking about? <laughs> like the question was, are we performative on stories? Oh I think that we. Yes, we are. Th- okay, next question.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Andy's <Thank you. laughs> protecting me from my rambles. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, you are. Okay, let's go. <laughs>
1: okay, question number three. Number three?
2: Okay. The third one is that everything you do and own from your house to your pool to the trips you go on is paid for.
0: You almost knocked that over. Oh, my God. That would have been so bad. Coffee um, over me. Okay, so I mean, some things are paid for.
1: Some things, but I w- No, our pool's not paid for. Yeah, our house is not our paid for. Our house is not
0: paid for. <laughs> I think that um okay, I can I be really honest? Yeah. Okay. That's what this is for. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a time, especially in the YouTube days, where like literally everything
1: was was paid for. Really? but you were in like college.
0: Yeah. I was just trying to survive. (laughs) Like for three years, I'm making literally like $18,000 a year. Like I can barely pay for anything in downtown Austin, Texas. I'm like, please can I have a lip gloss for free? Like I was struggling so much. And like, that was just kind of part of the gig though. Like this was, you know, seven, eight years ago. Right. Um. Yeah. Like everything was paid for. Like, Like, I would reach out to any brand to get anything. Like, dude, I would have done anything for a free coffee, a free meal. I think, though, as I've grown and as I've evolved as, you know, a content creator, it is so important for me. And as I've learned and reflected to be so honest about my opinions about things, that's why, like, you know me, like, I don't do services for free. Mm -mm. No. When I get my hair done, when I pay uh. Pray for, I was going to say pray for, when I pay for my, uh, my self tans, Mm -hmm. when I do any services, like even if I hire like a stylist for something, like there are one-offs for whatever, but like I pay for everything. And sometimes they'll say, Hey, Danny, like I'll give you a discount. if you shout me out, I'm like, Hey, I love you. Like, no, like I'll pay for it. And then sometimes I'll pay for it. And then also shout them out just because like, I want to help them. But my biggest thing is like, I want to be so like a valuable resource. I want people to know when I get my Botox done, like, yeah, I can go somewhere and get it for free. But no, I'm paying for that yeah. stuff and it ain't cheap. And I, but like, I love, you know, going to Dr. Polder so much that like, I will go and pay for it. And I feel like if people know that about me, then they'll come back and they'll trust me. Yes. But if they know, oh, Dana's just doing that because she's getting it for free. Like, yeah, I wouldn't, I don't trust anyone getting free Botox. No. I'm like, if you're getting free Botox, then... Like I don't trust them. Like who's actually paying the eight hundred dollars to get Botox? Right. That's where I want to go. That's where you want to you go. Because you know that there, it's worth it. You cause know, it's not cheap.
1: I was asking the friend who, uh, who, who thought our house and pool was paid for. It was actually a friend How of do ours. How you get a free and, house? And he he genuinely didn't know. And I think when I was trying to understand why he thought that, what I what I realized is that. Everyone is tagging so many businesses and so many things that like Mm. I feel like the internet has created such a mistrust culture when it comes to like Influencers that it's like oh everything's free. Yeah, every flight they take is free everything. that like everything they get is free everything they're wearing is free, etc and um, I, I think that what's like cool now is you know exactly what you said like hey Let's let's pay for the things and like let's just share what we genuinely like, you know,
0: Well, and that's one of the greatest things about like affiliate links too, is that you can share things that you love and get like a little kickback from it. When Mm -hmm. I say kickback, I mean, it's like literally the commission is so small.
1: Yeah. Sometimes like 10, 50 cents, you know,
0: literally like it's like, I'm like, "Mm, I'll make 56 cents for every single one. Like, um, but at least it gives you an opportunity to monetize on, on things that you genuinely love that you're actually paying for. And like, sometimes I'll get these like snarky comments where like, oh, well, of course you're sharing that because like you got it for free. I'm like, no, I paid for this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, I pay for, I would say 96% of what I share online.
1: I, I would say, yeah, I Might was going to say, more. I was going to say 95
0: to 97%. Yeah. So, um, and that's just, that's just something though. Like I feel like we've done because we've learned from being like sellouts that yes. that's not the way to be. <laughs> it's not the way to be. It's not
1: the way to like do your business or like handle your integrity yeah integrity like it's all just about integrity
0: but hey okay i just want to say though like disclaimer like we do get some stuff for free yeah you course. know what i mean like yeah we get,
1: we get boxes and stuff like <laughs> we get, that, get yeah. boxes
0: pr and it's always really fun to to show like what brands are coming out with and i'm always so thankful for it like pr is like christmas you know yes you get PR boxes and you're like you see the new charlotte Tilbury, you know lip glosses and 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 blushes and sometimes we'll even send it to you before it comes out because they want you to love it and then share it whenever it does come out. And those—that's like one of like the cool things that I feel like about the gig.
1: Yeah, I agree. I feel like you want me to move on? No, I mean I was just—we <laughs> did good. <laughs> okay. Question okay. number four.
2: Yes, number four. You kind of touched on this, but the next assumption is that you don't actually use the things that you share or promote.
0: I feel like that was kind of like same question, the similar the earlier earlier one. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah,
2: Anything that you promote? No. Have you ever? Do everything that you share, you actually love? Yeah. I mean, that can be yes, yes or no.
0: I think so. I mean, I don't want to, like, repeat what I just said, but I feel like, once again, it's it's gotten to a point where, like, integrity matters so much to me, and having people's trust is everything. So if I'm sharing things that I don't actually like, like, you have to understand, that person is going to order it. Get it in the mail, receive it, put it on, hate it, and then think, Danny... Why did you recommend this? <laughs> and then they're going to DM me. And then I'm going to feel like a piece of crap. Yes. Because I recommended something that wasn't good. Okay. I want people to get it in the mail and say, Oh, yeah, I, I can't imagine people like, buy, like people spend their hard earned money on something that is crappy. Like that's that. I don't want to be that person right. that does that to them. Right. Right. It would hurt my
1: soul. Okay. Question number five.
2: Okay. Going more personal, the next assumption is that y'all's relationship is perfect and that you never fight. Also with this one, you can kind of touch on the next assumption, which is that your families get along and also never fight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's funny. It's funny. It's, yeah, it's funny. I'm like, mm. (laughs) (laughs) I personally, I will say this. I don't think we fight a lot. Um, I, of course we fight, we're married and we've been married for going on five years. Um, I don't think we fight a lot i cannot remember what our last fight is about but like i think you'd probably agree with this we fight mostly about work it seems like
0: yeah because we are together 24 <laughs> 7
1: we are locked at the hip jordan's
0: <laughs> like hey can i go play paintball on saturday i'm like please go <laughs> get out <laughs> <laughs>
1: um no we 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 work together um we care deeply about What we're doing. Uh, We feel a responsibility and a passion for what we're doing, but we have totally different working styles. Um, And I think that that creates most of the conflict.
0: Well, Jordan's not a team player sometimes.
1: (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. I'm a very independent worker, Um, a little bit controlling, as some would say. Jenny, would you agree?
0: I was trying hard not to laugh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes. And so that I've changed a lot. Come on. Give me some credit. No, you, defi- you definitely have.
0: definitely yes. have. Um, but I would say that probably is the main reason of most of our fights. Yes. Like, for example, shall I bring it
1: up? Are you going to talk about Cabo? Cabo. Oh, Cabo. So we had
0: this trip where we took some of our most loyal customers on an influencer trip. Because with Debbie, we really wanted our influencers to be just like normal people. So we took them to Cabo and man, we just had the most amazing trip. I was very pregnant and I will say that was like one of the best experiences of my life. I had so much fun. In fact, the same group that we went with, um, it, they're coming over to our yeah, house. Com- we invited weekend. them over
1: to dinner first on Saturday. So they're all like, doing a reunion.
0: Yeah. It was like the most amazing experience, but what I will say behind the scenes preach I don't know if Jordan and I have ever fought hot harder. Oh my um, we were just not creatively aligned before we got to that trip. Jordan had this like you know mentality of, let's get there, let's figure it out, let's go with the flow, aka, let me just do everything. And Danny, you just go entertain the people. But this trip and this whole concept was my idea. So I really wanted to be involved in every single Instagram story going up, every single post, every photo, everything going on Divi's site. Um, the whole shebang, I, I wanted to have, you know, input and in everything. And I was left out of a lot of things. And it really upset me. And then Jordan was also frustrated for, you know, his own reasons. Yeah. And so we, I mean, I will say we did an amazing job at taking care of those people. Like, and, and um we had the best experience, but it was really tough on our marriage to have also have to, you know, put those things aside and say, okay, this is not the time to fight. This is not the time to be frustrated. Like this is the time to serve. And when, you know, this is over with, let's, we actually ended up staying a couple of days and we kind of like, you know, reflected and took a step back and, and learned from the experience. We stayed two extra days just to do that. And it helps so much.
1: Yeah. We really, I think the hardest part about that for me was like, It was a win across the board. It was unprecedented, first of all. Like, we were... Most brands who do influencer trips have, like... 40 people Mm -hmm. on staff. We literally, at that time, do you know we had three employees at Divi? We (laughs) had three employees. Not only
0: that, we were working out of our house.
1: And we were working out of our house. Like, we had two rooms. Like, Stratton's nursery was the Divi office, (laughs) and then this room that we're in was the Danny Austin office. We had a baby. Like, it was, you were so pregnant. So Um, pregnant. So it was unprecedented what we were doing. I think it was one of those things where it was like, whoa, we are doing something way above our pay grade with very little staff. And so we were already kind of set up Not for failure in that, but we were set up for a challenge. And I would say, Danny's right. I think we did an awesome job blessing the people that were there. But it was so hard for me to bury the conflict during those couple days Mm -hmm. when we were fighting. Like, I just wanted to grab you and be like, let's work this out and then, like, go forth stronger. But we had this whole itinerary. Oh, man, PTSD. Well, let
0: me tell you what we actually learned from that. Just so you know cuz this is what we learned from that was very tangible yes. which i love whenever people can give me tangible advice yes so what we did is we started this kind of system called red yellow green and so whenever we're working together if you work with your spouse this is so helpful so on different projects it's either red yellow green red danny does not want to be involved at all example with that real estate i get too emotionally like attached to these properties and i'm too it's i it takes too much out of me so i'm a red i'm like you and your brother go do the real estate thing like i can't do it yes yellow is yeah i want to like have a be there high level have some input green is do not make one decision <laughs> do not breathe in the room without me like i want to be involved in every single part of this and to me like the Divi trip was a green but i was treated like a red you know yes
1: i thought it was red and it was green and whoo
0: yeah. But yeah. like, it, we really have like learned so much from that. And, um, so now whenever we have new projects going on, Jordan's like, okay, red, yellow, green. What are you?
1: Yeah. And even like the pool, for example, like I was a red on that. And he so was a Danny, red. I was like, Danny, like I would love to have a pool for our kids in the summer, but I'm red. So you make all the decisions. But
0: Here's the key thing. If you are red, then when it's done, you cannot have an opinion.
1: Oh, yes. We never talked about this set mm-hmm. of the rules. You can't Monday morning quarterback. No, no. Monday morning
0: quarterback. No, no, nope. Tom it's Brady.
1: Red means I am trusting my wife or my husband with the decision fully, mm-hmm. and I trust their ability to make the decision. If you're not red, be a yellow. Be Say, a hey, yellow. keep me in the pool. come loaded. to the
0: pool meetings. Yeah. Yeah. So, But I did make a pretty killer pool.
1: You did. I disagreed with one point, and then you told me. Hey, said, so, uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. uh-uh. you, you were no, red. no, no, you were, red. you were red. Step back. Okay. What's the next question?
2: Okay. Do you want to touch on the other part of this, which oh. is your families?
1: Oh, um, yeah. Do you?
0: Yeah. Let's get into it. <laughs> Our families get along actually so yes. well, and we are so blessed um, with that. I think there are always going to be issues with in-laws and, and parents and that's just part of life. Um, but I will say like, I am so thankful for like the way that our parents are because they're so willing to like, listen to us and our needs and um, and like kind of grow with us and not yeah. be super stubborn. Cause I think a lot of, of parents can be stubborn and just not willing to change and, um, and I feel like we have really like grown together with, with both sets of our parents.
1: Yeah. Truth be told, it's like prior to us having Stella and Stratton, it was like such a wonderful blessing in our marriage for our parents to be friends. And the more people we talk to, I think that that's very uncommon. We kind of forced it. We were like, Hey, either you guys are going to be friends. Well, no, or- when I was
0: dating you, I w- I was like, are his parents cool? Like that was to me such a big thing. Right. When I'm date when I was dating around, when I was dating around, I dated like <laughs> three people. When I was dating around, I was like, "What are your parents like?" Because I always knew whoever I married, I was going to marry their parents.
1: Yes. Oh, that's so wise of you. Um, <laughs> but no, truly, that that's super wise. Um, but yeah, I think that when kids came into the picture, like I think that. Um, there was no major conflict. It's just like Danny and I figuring out how to be parents like on our own. And so you got your parents like giving input into like how you're going to raise your kids. And so it was just like a whole new set of boundaries, I feel like. Well, you know, Um, now that
0: I think about it, I think we were also not aligned on how, especially whenever it was like postpartum, how present our parents were going to be in our lives. And Jordan wanted parents like around 24 seven. And Danny was more like, hey, can they come over for 10% of the day? But I want to be the one changing the diaper. I want to be the one like more hands-on. And Jordan was more like, let's bring all this help in.
1: Yes. Actually, we're kind of figuring this out in real time. Like this is really raw. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, that is the truth. Like it really wasn't their fault. It was kind of like our misalignment on like our expectations that I think created some, you know, like conflict, Mm -hmm. but it's cool now because I feel like we're back to the red, yellow, green on this. Like I even simple things that seem simple before. Like I won't ask, like I won't ask my mom or say, Hey mom, yeah, you can come over. If she asks me without talking to Danny, yes. I'll be like, Hey, um, my mom wants to come over. She wants to come over from like 10 to five. Is that okay with you? Do you have plans? And Danny might be like, Hey, 10 to three. Cause I want to hang out with Sel after this. And so
0: that was my biggest thing was like, because I'm working so much, especially during the week. I think that sometimes our parents assume that we're with our kids all the time. And like on the weekends, like I want to be with, Stella and Stratton like or after five I want to be with Stella and Stratton and a lot of times like Jordan be like okay everyone's coming over and I'm like wait we didn't get any quality time as a family like I want it to just be us four yeah so now I feel like we're a lot better about that. It was more our fault than anyone
1: else. Yeah, was. it was. And, but on the flip side of this and this, well, I'll say this and then we can close this question. Like I'm a huge believer in the value that grandparents like serve in like our children's lives mm-hmm. and like passing down wisdom, passing down experience. Like I want and Stratton to like love their grandmas. You know, there's a, there's a book I always plug. Like it's taking back your family by Jefferson Beth. just talks about like multi-generational family dwelling and stuff like that. And so I just am a believer in that. So now that we've calibrated, I think it's good.
0: No, I agree. Good answer.
1: Next question.
2: So we have one bonus question or we can end it there.
1: Bonus. Bonus. Always.
2: Okay. More of a question, but at Jordan, what's one thing that you would want people to know about Danny that they might not know? And Danny, what's one thing you'd want people to know about Jordan that they might not know? Oh
0: gosh. Do you want to start? You want me to start? I have
1: so many things to say.
0: Okay, this, you know, just make sure we don't ramble.
1: Okay. Okay, ramble. you go first. Um, We're doing great on time, by the way. Okay. We're killing it. Um, So I would just say that, ooh, I've got to pick one. Um, oh, that's so sweet. No, I, 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 I truly mean that. Um, I kind of touched on this earlier, but, like, I think that Danny's power for, like, being herself in all moments and being consistently yourself, despite like what you've been given in life and, you know, the platform that you had, like just staying grounded. I think it's like truly a pretty remarkable thing. Um, like for example, if God would have given me a platform, like as a male, like I think my ego would have taken over. I would have moved to LA. I would have been <laughs> in a really bad scene, you know, like, and I just think that the way that you stayed grounded in yourself throughout it is uh, an accomplishment that I don't think a lot of people could probably do. Um, and uh, I just think that that's, I just appreciate that about you. I also think that, um, sorry, this is a bonus. I also think that Danny can forgive people faster than I've ever seen anyone forgive. Like I will hold on to a petty girl grudge that Danny's going through longer than she will. <laughs> and, and like, I'm not even involved. Like, I just think that your power for seeing the, the best in mm. everyone and showing grace to people is pretty like, um, it's just a gift that God gave you, I feel like.
0: It's truly so sweet.
1: Okay, now it's your turn. <laughs> Affirmation's like, oh, I love no I love No, I,
0: you love affirmation. I love
1: I'm like living for this. I'm like, get, sign me uh, up for every podcast. See, my
0: heart, like, and I it's not because I obviously don't have anything to say. It's just like, I... It's more difficult for right. Yeah.
1: Words, words are yeah, I, I I get what you're saying. Yeah what you're saying.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I would say for Jordan, is he is always thinking about everyone else, especially me. Oh my gosh. He's the <laughs> most serving person in the world. He's always he'll walk into a room and be like, Hey Danny, like you need to go talk to Nikki. I think she's struggling. And I'll be like, What? How did you read that? Like he's so aware of yeah. people's emotions and always worried about everybody else. Um, which is a great thing to be whenever yeah. you're a leader. He's also the most amazing husband and father. So hands-on. There is not one task that is, like, too big for Jordan. He will always humble himself down, get his hands dirty, get right in there, and, like, do it with, like, the best attitude. Um, and, yeah, just, like, the way that he I, – I think one of my favorite things about you is you're always growing, too. He's never like stable in in who he is. Like he always wants to be reading or or challenging himself or learning something more. Like every week there's like a new fad that he's <laughs> doing to like uh you know better himself or better our marriage um or better himself as a father, always reading new books or buying new products or whatever it is and it's it's something that I've always really appreciated.
1: Look at us crying on our first podcast. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh. <laughs> okay.
1: Wow. Well, that was a, that was a good segment
0: yeah enough about us
1: yeah you, should we talk about let's pop, talk about some pop culture current events
0: <laughs> not so much pop culture I think that you know something I wanted to share on our podcast or have like a little segment for is um, you know things that you can talk about whenever you are just like with a group of friends sitting at a dinner kind of like table talk conversation mm-hmm. um, and so that that requires talking about something outside of ourselves yes. So I thought we could talk about kind of two current events going on exci- in our world.
1: I'm excited about this segment. I hope that, um, you know, as the listeners give feedback, I hope they like this because this is fun for you and I to do.
0: Yeah. It's something not about us. That's something that's kind of relevant to our followers and right. relevant to our industry. So do you want to f- hear about our first story?
1: Yes. Tell me.
0: This is super interesting and I oh. don't know how I feel about it. Okay. And it it relates to Instagram. So let's see. Meta's, so Meta, which is Instagram, Meta's testing paid verification for Instagram and Facebook for $11.99 per month on web and $14.99 per month on mobile. And an update on Instagram, CEO Mark Zuckerberg announced that a Meta verified account will grant users a verified badge, increased visibility on the platforms, prioritize customer support, and more. The feature is rolling out to Australia and New Zealand this week and will arrive in more countries soon. So let me just kind of set this straight. So with meta verified, it's like getting like a blue check mark, which we have a blue check mark. And like, let me just tell you guys right now, it does nothing. The only thing that it really does is whenever we DM someone, it pushes our message to the top. That's it. We get like no extra love from being verified.
1: You you know what, you underutilize that right now. You I know. Should, I need you to should start. be like DMing like Haley Bieber, Justin. No, Drake. I
0: literally <laughs> thought about that the other day. I was like, why have I not been DMing everyone? <laughs> like, especially if they're going to take it away and give it to everyone. Like, I need to start DMing the most famous people out there and see right, who it Right. Um, so just but I want you guys to know this blue check mark that we have, um, does us really nothing. It kind of gives you like a little bit of like clout. Like, it's like, cool, like you got yeah. a blue check mark. Um, besides that, it does nothing. So with this new meta verified that you will be paying for, you get a verified badge confirming you're the real person. You get more protection from impersonation with proactive account monitoring, a.k. Instagram will be doing the job they should already be doing. Um, you get help when you need it, a.k. you might get customer support, aka doing the job that Instagram should already be doing. Um, You get increased visibility, so you're paying for more views. And you get exclusive features to express yourself in unique ways. This just sounds like a whole bunch uh, of bull to me.
1: You know how they took away the, like, on story slides? They took away the clappies. Yeah, people
0: think that Instagram story views matter. Tell them what actually mattered.
1: The clappies. We... (laughs) Wait, tell tell them exactly what you mean. Okay, okay, okay. So, on, they, they took away this feature. Maybe it's just for new meta verified, but, like... We like if Danny posted a funny joke, I would always like look at how many like laughy faces. So like, like,
0: you know, whenever you it's how you react to a story, you can swipe up and react with like there's like six different reactions. It's like clappies, heart eyes um, a laughy cry face, a heart. Well, so I would be like, Oh, like story views are this or the, and Jordan's like, well, how many clappies did it get? (laughs) Because another thing is like, what was it like 10 laughy faces equal one clappy? Yeah.
1: So I I came up with this like weird formula in my head where it's like one clappy equals 10 laughy faces. So if you get a story slide of like a good joke that has like, uh, like let's say 200, 250 laughy faces, that is about equal to a story slide that has 50 clappies
0: or, or two clappies or
1: no that's too many okay yeah you're right you're 50 right. clappies yeah and so so we had this like internal dialogue where it was like mostly a joke but like if danny would post a joke i'd be like how many clappies i'd be like <laughs> only got 10 clappies. I, I was like this only has like 25 I posted a really good joke
0: the other day remember when i was like have to clean my kitchen and then yeah. you tap through my stories and I was like JK like that one got that so one many was clappies. good Thank yes you. that
1: got a lot of clappies
0: anyway back to um the news so <laughs> what do you feel about this because now it sounds like we're paying eleven ninety nine per month to have a blue check mark so everyone is going to be paying for that except for the people that like don't care mm-hmm. um but you know most influencers most brands um anyone that wants to have a platform is going to be paying for this
1: yeah
0: um I don't know, like, what are your thoughts? Because I just feel like you're finally paying for what we should have had in the beginning.
1: I know, I can tell that you feel pretty cynical towards this.
0: Well, I feel like cynical because, like, I've had so many issues with my Instagram happen. Like, Mm -hmm. this happened one time where I shared my mom's account. She got 100,000 followers in one day. Instagram thought that my account was, like, a bot and basically, like, logged me out for a month. Do you remember that? Every single time I got on my stories, it would just log me out. Um, And so, and I had no one to reach out to. And I'm like... Dude.
1: I So are you most cynical about the customer support side of this then?
0: I would say customer support is, Like, yes. are you
1: upset that, like, I could go buy verification?
0: Yeah, no, I'm not. No, I don't care how many blue check marks there are. Like, that's fine. Let's equal yeah. the playing field. Everyone deserves it. Like, yeah. it's fine. It's just frustrating to me that I feel like I have to pay now for something that we should have already had.
1: I agree with that, especially, like, if you consider, like, I mean, the content creators are what make Instagram, Instagram. So like the very fact that they're not giving their creator support, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't make any sense. Never. So the customer support side, I understand. I would say the flip side of why I'm like pro this is because I think you and I always talk about this where it's like, anyone's an influencer. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. Everyone's like, God's given everyone a story. Like it's important. And so it's cool for the playing field to be level. Mm-hmm. I think Twitter's doing this thing as well. And like for so long, If you're a big like Twitter user, it was like all of these like elite. Twitter mm-hmm. users controlled the whole narrative right yeah. and so now I'm at pretty active on Twitter and I love that like now everyone can basically be a blue check mark and so it levels the playing field in terms of like decentralizing information oh, love that and so I'm so pro this on social media because I'm so just we're not brainwashed like, oh my gosh I'm so sick of the brainwash like yeah. decentralize it like level the playing field create independent influencers independent journalists like let us understand like what's really going on
0: yeah instead of just showing us like brainwashing us and showing us exactly what you want to show us
1: exactly and so like i love that move on social media in general for that reason but yeah the customer support side i don't understand no it. that's what's frustrating to it's me. like come on mark like mark mark
0: mark i saw that you were like should stank. i call, him? Should yeah, I call, call him? him i'm gonna
1: call him i'm gonna call him I'm just kidding.
0: About, oh my <laughs> gosh okay you want to hear about our next story yeah our is it
1: story? is it juicy
0: it's kind of juicy because of the industry that we're in and you would thank you would thank because of the industry we're in, that I would have a different point of view on this story. But I don't. Read it. You gotta okay. read it. So this is about all the plex.
1: Oh, and now I know what's juicy. I okay, got it.
0: More than 100 customers are now part of an ongoing injury lawsuit against the hair care brand Olaplex, which rose to prominence as TikTok influencers and celebrities embraced it. In recent months, Olaplex customers flocked to social media message boards to share stories about their hair breaking and falling out, and some have obtained refunds, insider previously reported. Olaplex has repeatedly said its products are safe and effective and posted reports of third party tests on their website that demonstrated that. Olaplex has denied the lawsuits allegations saying on Thursday that the company had gone above and beyond industry standards and posted the results of its tests from third party labs. So from my understanding, after reading more about this, people are most upset about obviously losing their hair, which I feel for them. You guys know, I went through my own hair loss journey and it is so emotional and I feel for them. And, um, it's definitely not an easy journey. What they're ex- what they are upset about are a couple of ingredients. One of them being liliol, which is actually uh, used in fragrance mm-hmm. and it's banned in the EU. Yep. So Olaplex was using liliol, Although you have to note they were using it at really small concentrations. All of the studies that we have about liliol, it's about it's it's harmful if you use them in like m- huge right. doses.
1: Typically, that's how it works. So
0: they had it in small dosages. You know still they shouldn't have put it in there yeah so the
1: eu typically is like way above our beauty standards so like I, so if, yeah, it, if it's banned it. in the eu like you probably shouldn't yeah, put it in yeah i mean
0: they didn't really do anything um like wrong in the united states right. but like it's just like a integrity thing like yeah like just don't put it in there if yeah. it's if you know so i understand that they ended up pulling Liliol from their ingredient list they pulled it from their products, but people are upset because they didn't do a recall or anything. So they were still selling old pucks that contain lily Got it. And even to this day, people are saying that you can still buy it on the shelves that has Lily oil. even though they stopped putting it in their products. It's still out there. Um, but still, I just, I just want to note that it's at such small concentrations that according to the studies, it shouldn't be causing
1: was Lily all the only ingredient that was problematic. So then
0: there's also panthenol, which is like literally in in everything. everything, It's a form of B5 that can cause a reaction. Like it can cause like itchiness or, you know, just any type of irritation y'all that product or that ingredient is in so much of what we use. So if you're going to cancel Olaplex, you got to cancel all these other brands. Once again, it's whenever it's used at such high dosage that it's it's harmful they are using it at such a small concentration that it most likely was not you know actually causing hair loss and now i don't know all the things i have done a lot of research about it and it kind of just seems like i mean you never really know you would have to do kind of like these medical tests on these people that are actually making these claims because you know, from my experience, hair loss can happen because of so many different factors and so many different reasons. And so just to blame it on one product is it's it can be very uh, damaging to that brand. Right. And um, so you really want to make sure like that is like the one thing that was actually causing the hair loss. And I know a lot of people can develop like alopecia areata um, later in life. You mm-hmm. know, it can be stress. It can be postpartum. A lot of the pictures I saw, there was, um, you know, the pattern of hair loss, it didn't really seem like it would happen from a product, but I'm not a doctor or chemist, so I don't really know. But, um, but yeah, it, it's it's just like a tricky thing for me because sometimes I feel like these type of lawsuits just have people kind of jumping on the bandwagon. Right. Um, and I know that they're upset about these two ingredients, but if you really look at how much is in there, it's so little. It's so minor.
1: Yeah, I I would say, so first thing, um, when you were going through your hair loss story, the one thing I remembered about that whole experience was we went to dermatologists, we went to hair centers, we went to all of the experts we could, and the hardest thing about hair loss is there's no one single cause. You know, it's like, it could be sleep, it could be diet, it could be you pulling out your hair, it could be stress, it could be, you know, hormones, it, it can be so many things. And so when, while I was looking for a sing, single kind of clear cut answer to like, mm-hmm. why is my wife losing her hair? There was, there wasn't one, right? Mm-hmm. And so to point to one product and say, this is causing all of my problems, um, there's, in our experience alone, like that's not how it works in yeah. my opinion. And so I think while people probably would assume we're like jumping on the Olaplex bandwagon, I actually like feel for the company in mm-hmm. a lot of ways, just knowing how product development works um, and the yeah. challenges with it and how everyone has different skin types and scalps and hair, you know, Yeah, it's, so, it's hard. It's you know? so
0: hard. Like something that I love and works for my hair. I mean, we all have such different types of hair and scalp somebody else might use and say, Oh my gosh, I hate this. Right. So it's it's really tough. But um I will say like Olaplex is not completely innocent. The fact that they put lilyol in there at all. Yeah. Um was not a good idea. But in terms of like it actually causing hair loss, I don't know. I don't know. Um but yeah, it's just I feel I feel for brands whenever like people come after them I'm like Okay, but like I know how much kind of goes on behind the scenes.
1: Yeah, like operationally, like you telling me they're still selling their products to All, Like what my mind jumps to from an operation standpoint is they probably had yeah. millions upon millions of dollars of inventory like still on the shelves. They, they made a bad move. I think it, well,
0: it's like, why don't you do a recall at that point?
1: Right. And that's what I'm saying is like, I think that they should have recalled. They probably didn't. Cause for they profit probably sake. would have done
0: so much damage. To the for brand. profit's
1: sake, they probably didn't recall. And then now they're trying to kind of like, okay, we'll sell it in this retailer. We'll kind of sneak it by. And that's where I think that they, it seems like they got caught based on the facts. And yeah, so I mean,
0: it's in my best interest to totally crop on them because like, you know, yeah cause by Debbie, you know, Debbie's the best, but I will say like, I, I'm just like, approaching this like a normal person and i'm looking at kind of the facts and i'm like yeah. okay i feel for them and i still don't like their products i'm not going to buy them i don't think that they're good so <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: and like i think it, you, we're just trying to empathize as business owners being yeah. like oh i see how this decision was made it was the wrong decision but like we see how it kind of happened
0: yeah you kind of feel for them yeah <sighs> well so now you have two things you can talk about at the dinner table tonight So much value. So much value that we're adding to your lives. Well, you know what? We have officially been recording for 59 minutes and 52 seconds. Wow. How crazy is is that? How do you feel?
1: I, you know... I was a little sheepish at the beginning of the podcast. I know
0: no. I felt that from you. Really, mm-hmm. I'm okay. feeling I'm it's feeling okay. more
1: loosey goosey now. Um, yeah, and I, I think we're gonna enjoy this.
0: No, I think it's a it's a lot of fun. It's a little therapeutic for us. It's yeah. kind of like a little couples counseling session right. too. It's a time for us to connect, connect <laughs> together, connect with our audience. So here's what I want you guys to do: if you are listening to this podcast, I want you guys to leave us a review. But only if it's nice. If it's not nice, I want you to go somewhere else and talk crap (laughs) about us somewhere else. Just not on this podcast. Um, But we are open to constructive criticism. Yes. The way you approach that is you say something that you did like about the podcast. And And then you see something that you didn't like.
1: This is what you should change. A a compliment sandwich.
0: A compliment sandwich. Yes. We should all, we should teach people how to do that. We'll talk about that on the next podcast. Yes. On, like, or on
1: our cancel culture podcast. <laughs> yeah,
0: I feel like the internet could really use that lesson. Yes. Um. But no, feel free to kind of let us know what you think, more topics that you want us to cover. And um. yeah, thanks for being here. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.